Congratulations to the Texas Longhorns. You guys are Big 12 champs. I'm Pete Mundo. HeartlandCollegeSports.com is where you find us covering the league every single day. And yes, I'm not in my normal studio. I'm traveling this weekend for a family wedding, but I was not going to miss a Big 12 championship game reaction show. I had this uh, wedding Friday night for my sister-in-law. I'm here traveling, visiting family. So I still caught the entire game. We had the Heartland College sports staff, Derek Duke and Matthew Postens, were there in Arlington. They're still there as we speak right now covering the game. So don't worry, we still have all the coverage for you, but I wanted to make sure I got up a reaction show. I'm traveling back to Kansas City on uh, Sunday, but we're going to do a video on Sunday night talking about the bowl picks and what happened there, but I wanted to make sure I got up an instant reaction video for you here talking about the game. The Longhorns win 49-21, to and hey, UT fans, I promised you in our studio I will flip the horns down sign up for you guys because you won the Big 12 title. I'm a man of my word. This game showed to me the difference in talent between these two programs. You know, Oklahoma State had a nice season. They can win 10 games this year. But let's be honest. When you watch these two teams on Saturday, one thing was glaringly obvious. Texas is on one level when it comes to its program's talent. Oklahoma State's on a different level. And nothing was more obvious than the quarterback position. Quinn Ewers was throwing dimes. I think he completed, what, his first 15 passes in the game. Now, a lot of that is credit to Steve Sarkeesian, who we'll get to here coming up in this show. But Quinn Ewers, this guy was money. Flea flickers, I mean, trick plays, they were going all over the place in the first couple of quarters. Four straight touchdown drives to start this thing, including a 95-yarder, which was their fourth straight touchdown drive. That offense was clicking. Meantime, Alan Bowman had a couple of opportunities early to get some big plays down the field because that's where Texas was vulnerable, down the field. And they couldn't get it done. He missed the passes, and he was kicking himself. You could see their reaction by Alan Bowman. He was kicking himself because he knew if Oklahoma State was going to pull off this upset, if Oklahoma State was going to hang in this game, he had to be perfect. He had to be on the money, and and Alan Bowman was not on the money, and Quinn Ewers was. And once I saw how that was going the first you know few minutes of the first quarter, it was pretty evident. Alan Bowman was not going to be the guy who was going to be on the money all afternoon long, which he had to be. Alan Bowman had to play a perfect game because how Oklahoma State was going to win this game was going to be through the air. It was not going to be on the ground. We love Ollie Gordon, but the passing game had to open it up for Ollie Gordon. That's how they had to win this game if they were going to win this game. Texas came in with the best run defense in the Big 12 by a mile. It wasn't close. So you had to challenge those cornerbacks. You had to open things up in that secondary. And the minute Alan Bowman's missing passes down the field, I'm thinking, I I mean, there's no chance. There's just no chance that Oklahoma State's going to hang in this game. And that's exactly how it played out. Now, Steve Sarkeesian, you got to give Sark a lot of credit, man, how he has rebuilt his career, the quick rise through his early coaching career to the downfall in his coaching career. This is the encapsulation of the up to the down, and now he's back to the mountaintop. 
And by the way, he's having more success this year than he ever had with Washington and with USC. And listen, I, you know, you guys know I'm a Big 12 guy through and through. I'm not here to be a Texas apologist, but I did say all season long I would treat him fairly. Steve Sarkeesian is an easy guy to root for. Like even Texas fans, you guys know that if you're not a Texas fan, it's easy to root against Texas. It's hard to not root for Steve Sarkeesian. I will give him that. He's an easy guy to like. He's an easy guy to root for. Even after the game, if you didn't see it, it's up on our Twitter page. Brett Yormark is getting booed mercilessly by the Texas fans. I mean, they are booing the you-know-what out of Brett Yormark. And Steve Sarkeesian kind of puts his arm around him. He starts, you know, bringing his hands down to Texas fans saying, hey, take it easy, take it easy, let's celebrate this together. And you saw a guy on Saturday who hit rock bottom, built himself back up, was on a couple of coaching staffs, Nick Saban, Falcons, everything else. And now, of course, he is back on top of the mountain and he may very well lead Texas to a college football playoff. And if they get in, this team can win a national championship. That's the other big takeaway from this game. Texas can win a national championship. The question is, can they get into a college football playoff? We're going to have to wait and see how it plays out. But I'll tell you right now, I don't really care how it plays out. Texas should be in the top four no matter how the rest of championship Saturday plays out. Why? They're better than Florida State, who's probably going to be on a third-string quarterback, even if Florida State beats Louisville. And then you look at it and you say, okay, if Alabama beats Georgia, you're going to put Alabama in over Texas, who Texas has a head-to-head win over? If that happens, burn the whole thing down. College football will be officially rigged, and there will be no point in a Power 5 team ever scheduling anything other than FCS opponents in the non-conference or group of five schools. What's the point in Texas scheduling Alabama outside of making money when the game's on your home turf? What's the point in scheduling that game if we end up in a scenario where Bama beats Georgia and somehow Bama leapfrogs Texas for a spot in the Big 12 or the college football playoff? That would be absolutely insane. And I'm not suggesting it's going to happen, but this committee has been so unimpressive. Now they all are, but Boo Corrigan, who is the college football playoff committee chairman, I mean, he makes me miss the days of Kirby Hocutt, and Kirby Hocutt didn't know what the heck he was doing at times as the college football playoff committee chair. These guys were making up the rules as they go, and that seems to be, in part, what has been happening the last couple of weeks with this committee now. So we're all sitting here trying to figure out, okay, how is this going to play out? All I know is you're watching the games. You see Texas do what they did. You see them dominate Oklahoma State. And for people, well, Oklahoma State, they lost to South Alabama. Oklahoma State earned a spot in the Big 12 championship game. They did it by beating teams like Kansas State, Kansas, and Oklahoma to get to the said Big 12 championship game. Now, yes, the Pokes had some rough patches throughout the season. South Alabama, UCF, their first halves against BYU and um, Houston. I understand it, but this team was in the Big 12 championship for a reason, and Texas made them look like the JV team. That's a credit to Texas. 
that's not taking anything away from the pokes. It tells you where this program is and what Sark has built with the Longhorns. And if you're going to watch that game and you're going to watch this team and you're going to tell me that is not a college football playoff contender and a college football playoff worthy team with their resume, with their wins, with their conference championship, with their one loss being against Oklahoma in the final minute of the game, an Oklahoma team that's going to end up being a top 10 to 15 team when all is said and done, I, you tell me how much more of a resume you need. Now, I have heard this from Big 12 fans, and you know I'm, I'm somewhat sympathetic to this as a Big 12 guy, but this was on our message boards at Heartland College Sports. And you can sign up for free on our message boards at heartlandcollegesports.com. Go to Members Forum at the top and just sign up. Free, easy, great way to interact with other Big 12 fans. But um, one fan said, Texas has been talking about how the Big 12 has been this mediocre, crappy conference forever. I hope they win against Oklahoma State and then miss out on the college football playoff because of how they have talked about this league for far too long. Interesting take. I get it. Interesting take. But I hope that Texas makes the playoff. And here's why. That would signal to me that the committee and therefore the college football world rightly values the rest of the Big 12 teams. Because the only loss that Oklahoma has or that Texas has is to Oklahoma. But all their wins are, of course, against Big 12 teams who are going to be sticking around this conference. Showing respect for those teams and those victories, to me, is more valuable and more important than simply just saying, well, screw them, I want to see them miss out because, well, you know, they don't like this league anyway and they're leaving and they always talk down on this league. I, I disagree. I respectfully disagree, but I disagree. I want to see Texas in because, one, they deserve it. Putting, you know, my feelings about them leaving the Big 12 aside, they deserve it. And I'm able to separate that from the emotional side of how I feel about all this. So they deserve to be in. I don't want to see more SEC BS bias. And then on top of that, part of the reason for a committee, the whole purpose of having human beings was to evaluate partially things like injuries and the eye test. And if you're going to put a Florida State team in there who could very well be in a third-string quarterback because they're supposedly one of the foremost deserving teams, not best, but deserving teams, without factoring in what they've dealt with at by far the most important position on the field, then let's go back to a BCS system. Let's just go back to the computer-generated models where they can't factor in things like who's injured, who's not. Fair? I mean, does that make that, that to me makes as much sense as anything else? If that's how the committee's going to do this as a deserving versus truly a best. Now, I know it would be insane to take an undefeated Power 5 champion and leave them out of the playoff, but this year is very unique because of what we're seeing play out on the field. And of course, all this is assuming that Michigan does what it's going to do to Iowa and that's blow out the Hawkeyes. So then you know you've got Michigan and you've got Washington locked in there. Then you're talking about two spots, and that's where the conversations get interesting, depending on how Conference Championship Saturday plays out. 
But all in all, it was a, um, you know, I don't want to say a dud of a game, but it really was not the game that many of us were hoping for from the standpoint of just some excitement. I thought Texas would win, but I thought Mike Gundy could get his team up for the moment and play up to competition. But that's in part because the reason it didn't happen is in part because Texas is so good, Mike Gundy can't even get these guys to play up to competition. That's just how much better this Longhorns team is. And they've gotten better, by the way, over the last few weeks as the season has gone on. Typically, Texas would peak with that Alabama game in September. It didn't happen that way. And that's a testament to Sarkeesian and this coaching staff and everything else. And I'll, I'll uh, wrap it up with the Yormark thing. So Brett Yormark got booed before and after the game by Texas fans. After the game, it was just, oh man, he was getting crushed. In a weird way, Texas needed that villain. Texas needed a villain this year where they could basically say, we are not just playing against the Big 12. We're not just playing against this league before we go to the SEC. We needed a bad guy to partially motivate him because usually Texas is the villain. It has been the villain. It's embraced the villain role in the Big 12. But they found a villain this year, and it was very evident throughout this season that the Brett Yormark comments, the way the offseason played out, played a role in the motivation for these, these players. And maybe the coaching staff, too. Now, Sark played it cool. If he was using this behind closed doors, which we believe he was, heck, it was reported after the Texas Tech game that the Yormark comments in Lubbock about how Texas Tech needs to take care of Texas in the final week of the season, those comments by Yormark were being played on loop in the locker room or in the gym during the final week of the regular season. The coaching staff, led by Sark, kind of played it down how much they were motivated by the Yormark comments, but clearly Texas galvanized itself around the idea of sticking it to Brett Yormark. And the fan base clearly felt that way based on how he was getting booed after the game. So it was just a, uh, I mean, it was a, it was like a WWE scene, which by the way, considering the Big 12's new partnership with WWE is fairly appropriate. But congratulations once again, Texas. You guys um, are Big 12 champions. I believe you should be going to the college football playoff. And now we'll wait to see how it plays on Sunday. I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports. Be sure you're signed up um, to this show, whether it's on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up and that subscribe button. That helps us tremendously as we uh, grow this thing. And we'll have more shows for you on Sunday night reacting to the bowl selections in the Big 12 Conference. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of the show and on the podcast. Leave that five-star rating and review. And if you want the free Heartland College Sports Koozie, just send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Have a great rest of the day. Enjoy the rest of Conference Championship Saturday. We'll be here again Sunday night reacting to what happened in the College Football Playoff Selection Committee and all the bowl games here on heartlandcollegesports.com. We'll see you guys later. And sign up for those free forums on the website. Take care.